1: This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. I know the offense has really, you know, been the biggest enemy for the Pittsburgh Steelers fans thus far into 2022. But as I sit here and look six days ahead to the New York Jets coming to town and what is a must win game now? We toyed around with last week being a must win game or not and being like, oh, it's too early. Now, now you're staring right into a must-win in week four against the mm-hmm. New York Jets. And it's the defense that I'm looking at and saying, dudes, you got to step up and get this win. Because that other side of the ball, it ain't going to happen on that other side of the ball. No, it's certainly Even not. against the Jets, it ain't going to happen. They're going to score maybe 20, 23 points max. you got to make sure the Jets don't do anything offensively.
0: That's the thing is that, in today's day and age in the NFL, if you're not able to score 20 points a week, you're not going to win games. We said that going into the Cleveland game last week, and what was the results, on For the first time all season, they scored two offensive touchdowns. Back-to-back drives in response to Cleveland scoring. It was a right. regular old
1: shootout for it, a little it bit It could there. have
0: been a, a blowout from the get-go. If the Steelers didn't respond in that way that they did with back to back scoring drives, nonetheless, back to back touchdown drives. Also, Tom, I noted this. Did you know Thursday night was the first time the Steelers had multiple rushing touchdowns in a game in 30 games? I did not know that. Mitch getting one, and of course, Najee getting the first touchdown yeah. of the game. Thirty games the Steelers had gone without at least two rushing touchdowns. Not good. Nope. Which is surprising that Najee didn't even do that last year.
1: Yeah, have a double touchdown game.
0: I mean, maybe he, he I think like he did a, one
1: through the air, maybe. Right,
0: right, where he had a, a receiving yeah. and a rushing, but I guess he never had two rushing touchdowns. We shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, you Team's should not. has been
1: bad at running the football the past three years. But
0: back to the larger point here, the Steelers, for the first time all season, scored two touchdowns, and it was nowhere near enough because right. those two scoring drives were the anomaly of the day, right? You had a missed field goal. Not great by Boss. You had another, you had two more field goal drives, one of which was just at the very end of the game. Maybe the Browns thought, oh, well, sure, we 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 had this huge collapse against the Jets, but no way that happens two weeks in a row. Let the Steelers get their last second field goal, but they're not going to go down and get an onside kick and score again, which didn't happen. So kudos to the Browns for not letting that happen a second week in a row. But other than those three drives, Tom, there was really not much to to hold your head held high for this offense. And going into next week against the Jets, we had the debate last week: is it a must-win? You said no, I said yes. But now with a loss, this I think we both win. agree it's a must-win. Must if you start one and three when you're playing teams like the Jets, the Patriots, and the Browns without Deshaun Watson, and you start one and three, you can kiss the rest of the season goodbye. Key thing that you said right there to me. Okay. Could have been a blowout if the offense didn't respond to what
1: the Browns were doing in that first half. I said on our Friday show, probably the worst performance of the season from the. No, forget the probably. Worst performance of the defense for the 2022 season. And it wasn't exactly awful. And. They certainly didn't cover themselves in glory against the Patriots, not getting a single sack against Mac Jones. And of course, Minka does get the one turnover. Mm -hmm. Weren't able to get that one turnover against the Browns. It's like they could do this they couldn't sack Yeah, you couldn't sack the quarterback in one game, but you get your turnover and your splash play. Well no splash plays and you get to the quarterback every once in a while. Brissett never felt any fear though. No
0: Brissett was making a name for a career, a career resurgent game for Amari Cooper. David Njoku suddenly is now a hot target on David the waiver wire. David Njoku looked
1: exactly like I expected David Njoku to, to look like at, when they drafted him out of Miami. Time, he looked right, like a stud from the Cleveland. get-go. And you see why people think that, because the talent yeah. is on display when they utilize him correctly or when he's playing well. But Brissett had no fear in that game whatsoever. It was very comfortable for that Browns offense. And maybe that's just a result from Nick Chubb running wild and, you know, really putting the defense back on their heels. It's really hard to stop anything if you can't stop the run, first and foremost, especially against a stud like that. But they just didn't look like an elite defense against the Browns. And you paid them to be elite the disparity between the Steelers' defense with T.J. Watt and without him is just, it's disturbing, kind of. You know, you get to digest two games now. You get a long weekend. You watch some other NFL football. You relax, but you can't stop thinking about your Pittsburgh Steelers in the back of your head. And you just can't help but notice the defense looks. It it looks like it goes back to Dr. Jekyll
0: Mm. because they lost its Mr. Hyde. Absolutely. I I referenced this uh, last week how... The Steelers without T.J. Watt have never won a game, correct? But I since I made last it, year, yeah, right. Since, 0 and 6. since since 2020, the Steelers are 0 and six and one when Watt is inactive or plays less than 50 percent because we knew he started that Detroit Lions game, but obviously did not finish it. Played less than 50 percent of the snaps, and I said, "Do you want to know exactly how valuable T.J. Watt is?" I do. What, Whenever he's on the field since that start, since the start of 2020, they're 22-6. and So in a small sample size of seven games, they have not won a game. In the other 28 contests, they've won 22 of 28. That's just how big of a difference maker he really is. And I know it's not how the NFL works, but there's got to be someone who's in the voting committee who can say, Value is determined by both on the field and off the field contributions.
1: You're going to talk him into deploy for missing time? I mean, if (laughs) if
0: the Steelers are really that much worse off without him, how do you not say there's value there? He's valued more than 90% of the players in the NFL right now, if not 95, 97. It's just shocking how much of a difference you
1: see the drop off from the defense and it's not like the other elite players aren't playing well Mm-mm. cam's still getting great push at the point of attack minka has a pick in two of the three games right. but it's just you're missing that straw that stirs the drink all together and you know what on top of that like the inside linebackers not haven't horrible. been bad at not all horrible. this year much better than we all expected yeah. alex highsmith is stepping up like right it's all coming together kind of mm-hmm. and you just you can't do it without 90.
0: Well, when TJ went down at the end of the Bengals game, people in Pittsburgh reacted. I don't think too like hot to the kettle, like too exaggerated in, in that matter. They looked at the schedule and they said, you have the Browns without Deshaun Watson. You have the Patriots in Pittsburgh. You have the Jets in Pittsburgh. These are all winnable games. Mm-hmm. And then once the news came out that he was only going to miss at least... The one, the one month, because when you get placed on IR, you have to miss at least four weeks of games. Right. So he could come back for the Bills game. Could, but you looked at the schedule and you said, okay, not not season-ending in terms of the Steelers' potential playoff push. Right, but you're supposed to beat
1: the Patriots. That supposed was supposed to big beat problem. the Patriots.
0: Could have beaten the Browns with yeah, percent. Yeah, but the Browns
1: was that swing
0: one. So and now like, you have the Jets, yeah. but now. You were saying, okay, well, you can beat the you can beat the Patriots, maybe lose the Browns, and you start two and one, and then you can easily beat the Jets to be three and one. That's what the plan here was. Here you are now you're one and two, and you have to beat the Jets. No, I like we're getting to be to focus here on the defense. I think that it's a little upsetting because the the preseason hype you filled in the the Larry O thing. Or the Stefan Dewitt hole with Larry O. You, you acquired Miles Jack. You brought in Levi Wallace, who hasn't been horrible. We haven't really talked about him as much as the other guys. But Larry O got that sack alongside Alex Highsmith the other night. Miles Jack, and as you said, alongside Devin Bush, have been a pretty good tandem. And that's kind of what we predicted, but saying Devin Bush, maybe he's better as the number two guy alongside a number one in Miles Jack. But you would, have, you would have assumed with all these names and no other injuries, significant injuries surrounding T, other than T.J. Watt, this defense could have held its own to a degree. And honestly, Tom, maybe it's just the fact that that degree has been surpassed. That limit has been exceeded because the offense just cannot stay on the field. You You brought up the point how this could have been a blowout. Think what would have happened in this game on Thursday night if the offense didn't go back-to-back scoring drives. Right, Say they get one field goal drive that lasts three minutes, and then the other was just a three and out, the defense has got to go right back on the field after the offense kills 57 seconds through three plays. Say that's it. That's another probable touchdown by the Browns right there.
1: Of course, everything you're saying is right, but I will push back a little bit on you and say, despite not getting a single sack against the Patriots, they gave up 17 points. I mean... At home, you mm-hmm. got to win that game mm-hmm. every single time in 2022 in the NFL. if you're an opposing team walks into your stadium and only puts up 17 points, you could fart your way to 20 and win that football game. you're You're supposed to be able to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. So I I get that we wanted the defense to make more plays against the Patriots, but again, I don't put that loss squarely on their shoulder. whereas I look at the Browns game and despite the offense just completely stalling in the second half, and maybe that contributed to the defense fading down the stretch. That defense just didn't carry enough of its weight in that game. And right. When Nick Chubb is going to just do what Nick Chubb did, sure. you're going to be in a lot of trouble. And that kind of does strike some concern for me in this Jets game because I feel like they're going to look at what's been successful against the Steelers, mm-hmm. and I know they don't have a Nick Chubb, but they got a young rookie in Brees Hall, and they've got someone who's establishing himself in Michael Carter as a good running back. And, oh, by the way, Zach Wilson's coming back. And I know he just hurt his knee, but if he's healthy enough to play, he's healthy enough to run, and running is one of Zach Wilson's best weapons. Because it certainly ain't passing this at this point, at least in his career.
0: No, and it's certainly now with um, Garrett Wilson, who got injured on Sunday for the Jets. Big, big, big positive for the Steelers. Hate to say that with someone getting injured, but it would be a big positive if he can't go on Sunday. But then the Jets just have really one game plan at, beating, at attacking them on defense, and that's running the football. Which might be the right game plan. And when you think about it, too, because what does running the football do? It keeps the clock moving. It keeps the defense on the field, right? You're not throwing incomplete passes that will stop the clock, give the defense an extra 15 to 20 seconds of rest. That clock is moving. The defense is going to be playing catch-up that entire time. Even with, even with Garrett Wilson hurt, Tom, The Jets still have an easy winning formula against the Steelers for Sunday.
1: Formula for sure is easy for any team that faces the Steelers. That's what it's always going to come down to. And, again, I think you can stop Brees Hall and Michael Carter a little easier than Chubb. And more importantly, I think that the Jets' offensive line isn't as good Mm -hmm. as the Cleveland Browns' offensive line. So even without Watt for at least this one more game, you know you're going to have uh, trouble stopping the run you might not have as much trouble stopping the run as you did against Nick Chubb in the Browns last week and i think that's going to be key but back to the uh the topic of this being for sure a must win dude if they lose this game they're staring in the face at 1 and 7 and it's not unrealistic that out of the two games out of the bye they're 1 and 9 i mean the Saints game you could win you could talk me into that Saints didn't exactly look that great right. yesterday losing to Carolina so Best, you're looking at two and eight. I mean, maybe you upset a team along the way and you're three and seven. I mean, Jacob, when's the last time we've talked about the Steelers in a way where we're getting towards the midway point of the season and it's a one and nine, a two and eight, a three and seven?
0: I think the last time they did something like that was like 2013. You remember they started two and six and then finished and season six and two. Yeah,
1: and we're a Dustin missed. Colquitt missed field goal away. Right. Was no, Ryan Suckup. Ryan Suckup. Suck suck Colquitt's up. the punter. Yeah. Suckup missed field goal away from going to the playoffs somehow that year. I don't think there's going to be much of a turnaround in that department this year because number 7 ain't there.
0: No, that's that's something that we talked about a lot on Friday afternoon when we did our show re- as our like instant reaction to Thursday night. We had said Ben Roethlisberger had six or seven game-winning drives for fourth-quarter comebacks last season you're not going to get that many. You're not even going to get close to that many out of Mitch Trubisky this year. And when he's already had the opportunity to do so against the Patriots and couldn't get it done, right? How many, what, what did we say? It was three or four straight three and outs to end that game against the Patriots last week. And then you have, you're, 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 you're relatively close to the Browns, right? You were within six points before that fumble recover touchdown that, Made it twenty nine to seventeen as a final. You were close. You were you were within striking distance, but clearly not enough was doing, not enough was being done beforehand to really give you the confidence to say, "Oh well, just wait till the fourth quarter. Mitch is going to get hot like he always
1: does." Right, because that he always does. That's not a part of it anymore. You no? can't assume for that he always does factor to come into play. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One game I'm looking at in this upcoming, we'll, we'll call the four-game stretch here. Okay. Like the the, the murderer's row or the, the death stretch for the Bills on the road, the Eagles on the road, the Dolphins on the road, and then you get the Bucks at home after that Bills game before that Dolphins Sunday night football game. Surprisingly to me, the one game that's the most winnable is, is the Miami? Tampa Bay. Oh,
0: Tampa Bay. Yeah. Okay.
1: You saw that Tampa Bay-Green Bay game yesterday. Yeah, they looked ugly. They can't do
0: anything Well, it's cer- certainly without Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on yeah, the field. Yeah, and Godwin's probably not going to be back for the Steelers game. Yeah, Evans probably will be, but... Well, Evans, for sure, unless he gets hurt, because it was just the one-game suspension. So...
1: You're going to see Evans, but that's fine. It's not like they were exactly lighting things up with Evans in the first two weeks of the season either. I mean,
0: they had a defensive touchdown at at pick six against the Saints. They won that game, what, 20-13? to
1: Yeah, they aren't looking great offensively at all, and people will counter that and say, yeah, but their defense is one of the best defenses in the NFL. I'll get into a defensive struggle with the Pittsburgh Steelers any day of the week. I want those teams that are defense first to come into town. Here's a question. And I know that's weird because of how bad the Steelers' offense is, but they're so bad that I don't have any confidence against any level of defense. So might as well just make it a defense versus defense 10-3 to slobber knocker of a football game. The
0: issue is that you know if that's what it comes down to. You give the upper hand to Brady. Well, I mean, he almost did it yesterday. Right. just a, a two point conversion away. Very
1: we'll get to this when we recap the weekend, but uncharacteristic double almost delay of games.
0: He almost got pegged yes. for one and then he did
1: get pegged for he one. He did get on the, get two, point on the two point conversion, right? Now, well, very unbrady been, like The
0: first the touchdown pass should have been called as a delay of game. First sign of aging maybe losing maybe. that half a beat remember, on the play Do you remember clock? a couple of years ago when I think he was playing the Chiefs or the Bills and he he had thrown a pass on fourth down. He goes, "All right, one more shot, and then everyone's like, "the the opposing team's offense is coming out." He goes, "I thought it was, I thought it was down." <laughs> yeah, I
1: remember that, but
0: then he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that year. he won this here. But we'll, we'll talk more about that later. But, but my point is, not the a...
1: offense ain't that great. In no, Tampa it's Bay. not. They're not exactly cooking with a lot of gas there. I guess you get a little worried that the switch gets flipped, and the other thing you'd worry about is playoff Lenny is a bowling ball to deal with, and. We saw what a bowling ball did to the defense, breaking a lot of tackles in Nick Chubb. Lenny breaks a ton of tackles as well for Tampa Bay. But I just look at that game and I say, okay, so you beat the Jets, you get to two and two. Can you split Buffalo and Tampa Bay? Get three and three, and then you head into Dolphins, Eagles on the road, get to your bye week, maybe your three and five worst case scenario, but that's still not you, your heart, your EKG still has a beep. Beep. You still have your pulse going if you're three and five. Whereas if you're one and sure. if you're one and seven, two oh, and six, say it's pretty much toast. The
0: Dolphins who started off the season, what, one and seven last year. They were red hot and they still missed the play. Still like, missed so you're it. not
1: gonna come back at any stretch. Of and
0: the that was the only time in NFL history that ever happened.
1: So it's not gonna happen in back to back seasons. Right. So you get the three and five and then you get two home games out of the bye, winnable against the Saints. You already beat the Bengals this year. Who's to say you can't do it twice with T J for sure being back by that point? So then you get back to five. You know what I mean? Like it's that's how you keep of, the season afloat. But do you think they really can beat the Buccaneers? Well, here's like here's Am I question. just fantasizing about when that?
0: When does the desperation kick in? If, now, you, if you right now, well, you the, have
1: to beat the Jets.
0: You beat the Jets, so you're two and two. You lose to the Bills, you're two and three. But that's after that game. You kind of have to beat the Bucks then. After that game, TJ is eligible to come back. Yeah. So like Do you say you're you're two and three? Do you, need to, do you need to rush T.J. Watt back the first game that he can against Tom Brady? I don't think he'll rush T.J. back at all, but I
1: think when he's he's healthy, he's going to play. It's not going to be like, a, let's hold him out for one more week just to be sure. If he but can go, he's going to go. Team needs him that badly. Well,
0: here's the issue, too, is that T.J. is probably going to want to say, I need to be out there. And the docs are going to say, T.J., I don't know if that's the best idea. We're, we're seeing something that's not 100% yet, and if that gets re the whole thing gets shut down. You get shut down for the year. TJ may need to be, as as Tomlin always likes to say, I'd rather say, "Whoa" than "Sickum," or right? Is that it? I think so. Right? Sounds How he right. he wants to say, "Go get him." He doesn't want to have to say, "Go get him." He wants to say, "Take it, take it easy." No, I'd say Sickum this time. You're zero six and one without this guy.
1: I say if Watt's healthy enough to play and he's not at risk of further injuring his pec, I mean, he could always get hurt somewhere else, but if he's not going to hurt himself more of what he already is hurt in, I think you can definitely beat the Buccaneers then if he's somewhat of what T.J.
0: Watt was in that Bengals game. My question is, at what Can you imagine
1: old man Brady with a a decently healthy T.J. Watt? If
0: if T.J. Watt's out there and and healthy and and being a presence, that's the best defense Tom Brady has faced against the Steelers team since 2010-2008, right? Well, I think this is just with the peak fully, of the LeBeau era. With I a say. fully
1: healthy arsenal, this is the best defense since then. It's not better than that. Not just then. not
0: just that Brady has faced, but In for, overall, on this team, right? On that's this team. not
1: exactly the best track record of defenses during the Killer B era. That they're no, it, it was not.
0: But it certainly it helps when you have that defense available. Yes, I just don't know how the season will unfold, and if you're losing games, at what point if TJ Watt is still out, do you say? I gotta put him back in. Enough is enough. If we wanna try to make a push at the end of the season, you gotta put him back in. Because I, I honestly, Tom, I don't think you beat TJ Watt. I don't think you beat Tom Brady without TJ Watt on the field. I don't know. I think it can be close. Oh, Especially man.
1: that offense is
0: so it's bad, bad, but it's Tom Brady and it's Pittsburgh. I trust I trust Brady to beat Pittsburgh like I trust the sun to come up every single morning. Hey, the last time he came here, he lost. He lost. And that was four years ago. I know. And so. it, it was a different team and a different head coach, but no Gronk either. Last I,
1: time he played the Steelers, though, he won 33-3. to yes. So it's been a while since Thomas Brady and the Steelers have done battle. First time since he's made the move to the NFC. Yes. So that would be since 2019, I want to 2019, say. 2019,
0: it was that season opener that you just pointed out. What a shame. The- used to see this guy all the time. Now he's
1: been ducking us for the past couple of years. You hate he's to not see gonna, that. He's
0: not going to be happy coming back to Pittsburgh either. He hates coming to Pittsburgh and playing in Pittsburgh because he knows how hated he didn't is. Didn't he like to,
1: he also like, didn't he always used to like shove it up our butts at the end too where he'd be like, I love this city as a football team." Yeah, town. right, right. Could have seen myself here all the time. Like, this is such a great football city. I love beating them. Shove it day. in our and face like, Wait, like minute, what'd you just say at the end there? <laughs> you love beating us all the time. <laughs> Jerk. I just don't know. They're beating on this time though, damn it. No, but it is the most winnable game and bef- at the beginning of, of the that year, stretch before the at week, the beginning of the year you would have been like, "Oh, Dolphins, Eagles pff, could th- win. They're all talk, right? That team's just good on paper." Now here they Now are. they're the only 3-0 teams, yeah, right. pending the Giants. They're Fugazi though. We don't have to worry about <laughs> no, the Giants. Completely fake. But now they're the only 3-0 teams left in the dance and they look really good. The Eagles might be my number one team in the power rankings on Wednesday.
0: I kind of agree with I mean, with what you. a complete package they were, they've been. They were my number three team last week, and the two teams ahead of them lost. Ugh. Oh, and they just look good. like Really I, good. I, I
1: I've been thinking about how, you know, the Dolphins— They've kind of shown it to you in in different ways in different games. Like, boom, fire, explosive, cocaine offense in the fourth quarter. Very apropos for Miami, cocaine offense in the fourth (laughs) quarter. We're going to drop 28 points on your head and come back against the Ravens. Then it's the Bills. Ah, you know what? The Bills are really good at defense, but we can play some defense, too, damn it, in Miami. We're going to get the sun out. We're going to get that heat on our side. We're going to wear you down, Bills offense, and then we're going to hit the big plays when we need to. Jalen Waddle down the field and a couple of amazing throws from Tua in that game. So they show you that they can do it with defense and offense. The Eagles, bro, they just do it with everything, every game. And I know that the Lions kind of came back in the week one. But that game ever since. was a blowout at yeah, one point. Yeah, and ever since. They've just been shoving it down people's throats. And pretty decent teams that they've been beating with Minnesota.
0: Minnesota for sure was the better win. And the Lions but are, still... s- are
1: frisky. That's a frisky team on the road to go in right, and play. But you
0: go back-to-back weeks allowing seven points against the Vikings, eight points against the commanders. Yeah, the commanders are main. But still, but your, still you your, have your to your do defense that. defense is shutting out. I just think that if you get back to, getting back to the Steelers— Don't forget, two of
1: those points came via safety from the true. commander. So six points allowed for the defense. Getting,
0: getting back to the Steelers' schedule before that bye week of Jets, Bills, Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, the Steelers just are not going to be able to defensively have the juice to keep these games close, I don't other think. Other than Tampa Bay. I said—sorry, I, yeah. I said other than Tampa Bay. Buffalo, Miami, Philly— I, I, as much as we want to say Those teams have too much how, offensive how, firepower. how good this defense is going to be when you pair it with the Steelers offense, who is going to go inevitably three and out in some stretch, right? Either two consecutive drives three consecutive drives, maybe even four consecutive drives, the defense will not be able to keep you close against those high-powered offenses. Subscribe to SNR's newest podcast. The godfather
1: of Pittsburgh sports is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverdon Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe today. Available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk some offense. Let's talk quarterback. We didn't talk quarterback really at all. In this first episode here Let's do that in the second episode We'll come back We'll talk Mitch We'll talk Kenny He's Jacob Brecht I'm Tom (laughs) Offerman And this is the Steelers Standard
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move With the reliable performance And power of steel battery tools From hedge trimmers and mowers To string trimmers and more Right now you can save $50 On select battery tool sets Real steel